the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast, explaining the news coming out of the complex worlds of finance, economics, and politics, and the impact it will have on everyday Americans. Author, investment banker, consumer advocate, analyst, and trader, Chris Markowski. This is Chris Markowski, Watchdog on Wall Street, and this is your Watchdog on Wall Street Money Minute. You know, I was thinking about it. Yeah, everybody knows my uh, disdain for most of 99.9% of the cable news networks out there. Wouldn't it be funny? It'd be funny if one of the networks actually came out and said, um, now we got nothing, nothing new here, nothing new to report on when it comes to the election. So, um, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you when we actually hear something. And in the interim, we're going to either, we're, you know, we're going to show movies or maybe cat videos or uh, maybe reruns of The Office or something like that. And we'll, we'll interrupt it when there is something important. I wonder if that, that would work as a business model. Because it's the same thing over and over. And isn't it amazing just the, the complete, utter lack of creativity at these cable news networks. It doesn't matter whether it's Fox News, CNN. It doesn't matter. Different day, same BS. Different hour, same BS. What the hell's the difference between the, uh, the 8 o'clock in the morning show and the 12 o'clock show? Is there any? At all? At all? This is the, um, this is the world we live in right now. This is why... Um, I, 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 I'm telling you, people, just stop paying attention to it. Don't get yourself wrapped up in it. Read a book. Go for a walk. Enjoy your life for crying out loud. Anyway, that's it's you know, the great things I, you know, about doing the podcast and having the radio show. Well, radio shows when I'm on the radio. I mean, I have a certain amount of time. Um, but, you know, I have no problem. I can talk about anything. Anything I want. That's my lover. Anything I want. It's my freaking show. As soon as I have a producer, and I've had it happen before at some local radio shows they should do, we want you to cover this. We want you to cover more stories, and we want you to get on Twitter and tweet some more and try to create a, a Twitter buzz. A who? A what? Yeah, we want to go viral. Viral, huh? Ah, uh, no, no. Well, yeah, one, one producer. I was doing, uh, I did it for a while, a couple of years, did a um, morning program, drive time. was 6 a.m., 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. in Tampa for a couple of years. And again, the owner of this radio station, I mean, it was a powerhouse radio station, but the owner was an idiot. He was, he was, he was in a nice guy. But he was an utter failure in radio. I I don't know. He had some money people somewhere up in Georgia that kept him afloat. But again, he couldn't run a radio station, didn't understand the business at all, continued to change shows in and out. What's this? He'd look at something for a while, he'd get all excited about it. I remember he spent a ton of money on this uh, Twitter software, the Cube, and he wanted us tweeting all the time. And then for a while, it's like, you know, Chris, 
you, you work so hard at you know prep, uh, preparing for the show and, and knowing all this stuff. Why don't you just do the same stories again and again and again? You know, people say that you know people are only tuned in for a certain amount of time. So a story that you do in the uh, six o'clock hour, you can do again in the eight o'clock hour, and you'll save a lot of time in your prep work. Um, okay, um, but I'll know I'm mailing it in. You know, everybody, you ever see a, a you know, I, I love and I appreciate high quality items. I do. And some people, oh, it's just a label. And they, but they don't appreciate the actual quality of the product. I do. And, and it's, I know it's definitely the Italian in me, that, that's for sure. Yeah, the focus that they have on making quality items and, and the perfection that's involved. Uh, I'll give you a story. Again, why not? My show, I can talk whatever about the hell I want. Let me do talk about, uh, oh, well, this one says this about the election. Anyway, go to the, the Pagani supercar factory in Modena, Italy, when I was on vacation with the kids years ago. Also went to Ferrari as well. But we went to Ferrari. Um, a lot of the factory was shut down. We went to the museum and saw a bunch of stuff. But we actually went into the factory for Pagani. And if you're not familiar with Pagani, Google it. And Google, it's a supercar company. Cars are million, couple million bucks. And you're going in. They're taking us to the factory. They're making these things by hand. I mean, every piece and showing how it's baked and you have the slightest imperfection throw it out do it again you actually can watch i think they, they on uh, discovery channel they show you know the, the work that's involved in making a lamborghini and some of these cars it, it, it's pride in what you do you get the same thing and clothing and whatnot and, and again they, they you know i talked about having that made in america label you know you get a made in america item it's quality. I ask all the time. I ask all the time. I, lacrosse equipment. Was it made here? No, it wasn't. Well, guess what? I'm going to find one. I don't care. I'm going to pay more. We got these things in the It's like a practice item. It's called a rebounder. And, and you throw the ball against it, and it, you know, it comes back. It's just a bounce back. And the one that's made in America, the best one that's made in this country, is about 400 bucks. 400, 450 bucks called Stinger, the one that I have for the kids. Um, the one I have, I've had for five years. No rust, works perfect. The old ones, before they started making these things, you'd make in China, they'd maybe last a year. And I leave the thing outside all year. All the elements, leave it outside of you. The other ones would fall apart. Ball doesn't come back fast. It's made like crap. Another good example is if you see a great carpenter or a furniture maker. If you take a look at what is not seen, you look at the back of that desk or the back of that dresser and the piece of wood that he uses in the back is of the same quality as the rest of the item because the carpenter knew it was there. He took that type of pride in the work that he or she was doing. That's, you know, how you have to do everything. Don't do shit half-ass. Don't. I get on my kids about that all the time. My, my youngest son, Nico, he is um, pretty bright. 
He's quick. Uh, got that, you know, association type of memory, photographic slash thing that I've got going on. But he can be lazy. And I, I have to admit, I was the same way when I was in school. If I saw work that I just was bored with, whatever it may be, I would just rush through it and do it half-ass. And I would pay the consequences for that in the grade. And my son is as well. And I try to get across to him. I said, I know it sucks. I know some of this work sucks and you don't understand it, but you're going to have to embrace the suck and just do it because you have to. Anyway, as I get off the beaten track, you want to talk about this stuff? Trump campaign says it's suing to stop Michigan and Pennsylvania ballot counts. Okay, have at it. We'll see what's going to happen. Um, I've said before here on the program, going back years ago, that um, the uh, the penalty, the charge for messing around with an election, forging ballots, cheating in any way, shape, matter, or form, should be the equivalent of treason. <gasps> Why are you so harsh? Yeah, I- I'm talking... Treason. I mean, we put we put the Rosenbergs to death for crying out loud, passing passing secrets to the Russians. What do you mean? Well, we have a system. We have a system, and whether you want to believe it or not, it's fragile. I know we we've been along, we've been around for a while. This country, we have, okay, and we've weathered quite a bit. If people do not believe in the system, the system will collapse. Everything is based upon belief. I talked about this in terms of banking, credit. You want to know the real reason? This is what they don't tell you. The real reason behind TARP, the bailout, was just to restore people's faith. That's all. Word credit, Latin, credere, believe. People don't believe, it falls apart. And if you mess around, you mess around, and you get people thinking that their vote doesn't matter, and that elections in the United States are fraudulent, you, to me, are guilty of treason. It is what it is. Um... This story, uh, U.S. daily coronavirus cases top 100,000 for the first time. Uh, Okay. Um, Again, we're keeping keeping a death toll down, are we not? Hospitalizations have, have ticked up a little bit. A little bit in the Midwest and the Southwest. But... We're handling it. Yeah, this is this is the thing, and, and I've said this from the beginning, and, and I, you know, when all said and done, several years down the road, when people look back at this, oh yeah, the the mistake that we're made is we're, we're trying to stop this, which is just an exercise in futility. We've got measures in place. A hell of a lot, a hell of a lot more than we did back in February and March. If that if that's the case, why is it spreading so much? 
We put all of that again. Think about the, the think about the stupidity of the entire thing. And, and I think it's wearing thin. I think the politicians right now are starting to say, "Shit, right, we can't keep this ruse up much more." People are going to start at some point in time as dull as many people are here in the United States. The Fauci true believers. Some are going to start at some point in time putting two and two together. And figure out, wait a second, uh, well, uh, wait, we've had these measures in place and social distancing and masks and shutdowns and limited space. And why are we getting all these cases? Here, you know, here's a thought. Blow your mind. What if you can't stop it? What if you can't? Question we asked back in March. What if you can't? What if there is nothing you can do? What if COVID will linger in the air? What if the sunlight won't kill it? What if, what if cold, what, what, what if it's just going to be there? What should we do? Well, I, I think we should probably, probably, uh, Look to uh, like what we have been, and look to better treatments and figuring out how we can treat people. That's that's what I think. I think we should figure out how we could, and we're doing a great job here in the United States, are we not? Serious people that that, that have caught the disease and have been infected with serious condition going to ICUs. You know how far we've come. And the death toll, how, how well we are doing here in the United States. And again, we don't have socialized medicine here in the United States. I pointed this out on the program where we, we don't have um, four beds for every 100,000, four ICU beds for every 100,000 citizens like they do in Spain. Oh, but there's so much more cultured over there. They're be, you know, there's so much better, more better. They're better in, in Europe than we are at these things. They're, they're more caring. It's socialized. Four ICU beds per 100,000 residents. We have 37 here in the United States. Here again, you're going you're gonna to hear things that you're not going to hear anywhere else. The reason why they're having lockdowns in Europe is because they're scared. They're scared because they can't handle it. They can't. Anybody putting this together? Back in, we wouldn't have nearly this amount of cases. Not even close. Back in March and April of this past year. How come we're not, how come we're not rolling out uh, field hospitals all over the country? How come we don't have that, that, that hospital boat parked outside of New York? How come? Because we can deal with it. We figured it out. Figured it out. Pandemics are going to happen, as awful as they are. And we can't do anything about it. The best thing to do about it, again, is to try to keep your immune system up to snuff. Make sure you're taking your zinc, your vitamin D, your vitamin C. Make sure you are exercising on a regular basis. Don't go dousing yourself in frickin' Purell all the time. We talked about this yesterday on the program. 
The study out there, oh, gee whiz, the people that actually live with children are better off. Why are they better off? Because kids bring home germs, and you're exposed to them on a regular basis, which makes your immune system better. What, what, what do you think happens if you, if you live in a sterile environment? What do you think happens? Think about this for a second. Again, you don't have to be a rocket science freak. Let's say you take a newborn baby. Newborn baby comes out, and you come up almost like with a Truman Show world. A Truman Show type of world. You ever seen the Truman Show? Uh, Basically, it's a fake world that's put together by the media where it's recording one guy's life. It's it's really kind of sad. Yeah, it doesn't surprise no. But the media pulled something off like that. It was like a reality. And the movie came out, I think, before reality shows. Maybe not before the real world, but before reality shows. Anyway, we create this artificial world where we have all of the best air filters. We're be able. We're able to eliminate any sort of germs that are. I mean, it's like a bubble environment. And you, you, the bit, this child grows up within this environment. What, what do you think would happen if they left that environment and actually went out into the real world? They'd get pretty sick, pretty quick, uh, pr- pretty quickly. <laughs> I, I laugh about this with doctors all the time. Uh, we, we, we crack jokes about it. I, again, I'm lucky to. Um, to have, you know, the, the lacrosse program I started in Florida, we had people and unbelievable surgeon doctors that were coaches too, very, very good friends with, even back then, watching some of the helicopter moms freak out with the Purell after the kids are playing all this stuff. I'm like, Jesus, give me a break. And they'd laugh too, same thing. Same thing. It makes you stronger. It makes you stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this goes out to all of you senior citizens out there. Oh, now it's different. Now I had COVID out there. But if you're around kids on a regular basis, guess what? You're going to be exposed to germs on a regular basis, and your body's going to deal with those germs, and it's going to make your body tougher. You add these stresses and then you're strong. It's the same concept when you're lifting weights. Anyway, um, Obama's second term. I, I alluded to this yesterday a little bit. A little bit. And I, I got a, a timeline. Anyway, I, I only got a second term. Only got a second term, you know, starting in 2000, January 2013. But you could actually trace this back to um uh would be january january 2011 it's when it was a major republican sweep major republican win uh, house senate state houses legend all across the country now of course republicans effed it up of course and they ran a wussy candidate in mitt romney um, 
with his arrogance and all of his people, morons that he surrounded himself with in uh, 2012. But anyway, anyway, um, let's, let's look at what he did. Obama proposed an overhaul of the nation's gun laws. Um, remember, they had the shooting in Newtown, Connecticut. 26 people were killed. Proposed it. Uh, also called for comprehensive immigration reform and a path to citizenship for 11 million illegal immigrants. I don't know where he came up with that number, but he did. Uh, talked about pushing economic policies to aid the middle class in his State of the Union. Can anybody remember what any of those things were? Nah, me, me neither. It's, it's that mysterious, it's that enigma out there, the middle class in the United States, and both Democrats and Republicans are always there to help the middle class. Let me tell you how you help the middle class. That's how you help all classes. Get the hell out of the way. Anyway, uh, he also said he was going to take uh, get out of Afghanistan, which didn't happen. The gun control measure failed in 2013. Um, Lois Lerner that year admitted that um, she was going after conservative groups. Um, Obama Talked about getting rid of Gitmo. That didn't happen. Uh, the Snowden thing happened in 2013. Um, in June, Obama talked about his climate goals. Yeah, it was the Paris Climate Accord. That came into some part, but which was nothing. Nothing. Um, federal government did shut down. The Republican effort to defund Obamacare. It was like a bit of a back and forth where they shut the government down. Um, that worked really, it didn't work well for Republicans. Again, it was a stupid way of handling the entire thing. Uh, if you do remember, that was the year, 2013 was the year where, uh, guess what? We got Obamacare, October 21st. What happened day one? Remember the website crashed? They it didn't work, it was a disaster. And, of course, Obama had to come out in November apologizing for all the people that lost their health insurance, even though he said that they were not. Um, Democrats, hey, back then, got proved the nuclear option, limiting the power to filibuster, which they're paying for right now. Iran deal, um, Obama in 2014, January, was when he downplayed ISIS. Remember he said, if a JV team puts on a Lakers uniform, that doesn't make them Kobe Bryant. Again, this is our foreign policy mastermind. Mastermind. And you, you basically you go through here. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, some executive orders, stuff out of the EPA when it comes to power plants. Um. The Republicans took over two years in House and took the Senate. Um, they they put forth net neutrality rules. That stuff went away. Um, you go right on down the list. Uh, he did nothing. Basically, nothing got accomplished. And that four year term, and you can go back even the two prior years. Um, this is why uh, the market's rallying. They don't think anything is going to happen. They don't. Hey, listen, do, do I think that things need to get done? Would I like to see things get done? Sure. Sure. 
Um, but do you think there's any, gonna be any sort of compromise with the group they have now? No. Now, it's, it's almost kind of funny. It's, we, we've almost got a, a, a system now where we've got factions within the parties. Now, you've got the old school Bushwood Republican faction within the Republican Party, and then you've got the Drain the Swamp, Drain the Swamp Republicans, smaller government Republicans there, and they're, they're different factions. And Europe, there'd be different parties for these little groups. And then you got some, you got moderate Democrats that are still around. There's no doubt about it. And then you've got the Communists. I mean, you got, we got the socialists and you got the communists. They, they, they're all a part of the, the Democratic Party right now. And again, if we had a, a, a parliamentary system like they have in many European nations, you know, they'd be, they'd be trying to find, uh, basically put together coalitions and, and whatnot. I, again, it's, it's where we're at today. Um, saw this yesterday. Yeah, the Gap, that's right, The Gap. Sweatshirts, T-shirts, uh, jeans, sweaters. I, I, I did work at The Gap. I did. Um, most definitely was the, the worst job I ever had. I, I, was, I, was hired, I was hired to actually unload product and you know, organized in, in the back of the store. I think it was what I was originally hired for, but then they wanted to put me on the floor and you had to fold stuff. I Listen, I'll be in purgatory someday folding T-shirts at the guy. It's just, it is what it is. I, I hated it. But anyway, um, the Gap got in trouble because they put out a photo of a half blue, half red sweatshirt. And... Of course, because some people went on Twitter, they took the photo down because people on social media called it poor timed and ugly. Oh, how could you put up such a thing and like now? And you got celebrities like that moron, Chrissy Teigen, whatever the hell she calls herself. Oh, it's terrible. So the gap should be derided because it tried to put out a a product or post a sweatshirt where it was somewhat unifying. At some point in time, business, you're going to have to face up to the mob and, and realize that they're just, there was a, a Peter Sellers movie, really nothing to do with it. It was called, I'm thinking about this, The Mouse That Roared. There's not that many of them. There's not. And so what if they call for a boy? At some point in time, you have to stand up to bullies. And Chrissy Teigen and the celebrities and all of these losers that go on Twitter are bullies. Bullies. If I was a gap, I'd put F you, Chrissy Don't buy our stuff. You don't have to like it. You don't have to like it. We don't have to like your cookbook either. That's another way that, you know, it's again, 
Oh, look at this. I'm a celebrity now. I look good in a bathing suit. Now I'm going to come out with a cookbook. (laughs) Choke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there are your recipes there, Chrissy. Sure. Sure thing. How can you say that? I can say whatever the hell I want. Yeah, I did. Did I mention this yesterday? I got a, an idea. Anyway, throw again. I, I'm looking for some input here. I think it might be fun. I, I got to talk to my brothers about this. It, it's it, to do almost like a um, a vlog, like a video, like a, a video, like a rant on a single topic, but it would be for mature audiences only. I, I would just tell you what I really think. I listen. Okay. I tell you what I think, but I temper it here from the podcast. I, you know, I would go the full Bill Burr. Uh, yeah, I, I, um, I, I would just go all out. I'd go all out and just tell you exactly, you know, almost vlog. What Markowski is really thinking and do just a single topic on something, whether it be the Gap sweatshirt, just something out out of the the Gap sweatshirt, minimum wage, whatever it may be. I I think it I think it might be fun. Anyway, have a great day, buddy. Watchdog on Wall Street dot com. Watchdog on Wall Street dot com. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.